Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Wombat Sports here on BlogTalkRadio.com. Also, uh, um, also, blogtalkradio.com and gofightlive.tv. I'm Mark Q. I'm your host today. I'm privileged to have one of the up-and-coming uh, featherweights in the pro division right now. She's going to be facing Cy Jewett in just a few weeks. Um, and uh, I believe it's going to be on It's going to be on Access. Isn't it going to be at all, uh, Charmaine, at all? Um, I, is it on Access? Or Cord's sending me the links as to where it's going to be aired because everybody's asking me, but to be honest with you, I haven't really been focusing on that. It's more been on training, but um, Court actually told me today he was going to send me the link so I could, I could yeah, let I believe, everybody know. Yeah, I believe it's going to be on. I believe it's going to be an access. So I think uh, Aggression Fighting Championships decided to uh, sign a deal with Access here in the United States. So you guys can check her oh, check awesome. her out there. Uh, Charmaine tweets on with us right now. Um, who's just calling off a little bit of a training uh, training uh, regimen as well? And um, we're talking a little bit about that before um, that you you know you're starting to build your ground game a little bit more coming into this next fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm working with a really great jiu-jitsu coach right now, Jeff Wiley. He's one of the best, if not the best, in the province that I live in. So I'm learning a lot of things that I, I just didn't know before that totally would have helped things, like especially my fight against Adrian Sieber there. Um, it would have changed every, the outcome of that fight, and hands down. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind, of been, been a, kind of been a rough start for you. Um, and, and your first two opponents, I mean, obviously you, you were in, in with, uh, first of all, in, you, 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 were, you were one of the first people to ever, to ever face Ronda Rousey, which, you know, for anybody that was kind of you know, a little bit intimidating, especially coming in, um, you know, into the pro ranks as well. Um, you know, why did you decide to take the fight and um, kind of what did you learn from that experience? Well, to be honest with you, it wasn't really intimidating to me at the time because, you know, yeah, she'd had a really successful amateur career with her arm bars and obviously her, her bronze medal in the Olympics. Um, but I was also coming off of a really strong Muay Thai amateur career where I'd only lost one fight. I'd won two world championships. So, I mean, at that time I kind of thought, well, my striking can outweigh her her grappling techniques. So, I mean... I wasn't really intimidated by her at that time. Now if I was going into a fight with her, maybe more so. Like if she'd had more pro fights before I did, I, I might have been a little bit more intimidated than I was at the time. Um, but, yeah, no. So no intimidation there really, just uh, maybe a little bit of uh, overconfidence, I think. Um, learned, I learned some great lessons um, you know, not maybe to focus so much on what her strength is because it was always, oh, I'm going to get armbarred, I'm going to get armbarred. What happens when she gets the armbar on me as opposed to, you know, what? why don't I just throw more strikes at her than worrying about her taking me down and putting me in that armbar? Yeah, I mean... I don't know um, if that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, that, that did, you know. And, you know, that's the thing that Rhonda is, is that she plays her own game. And the the way the way to to think of it is is to see where those holes are in the game and kind of develop it and that's where uh, um, I think Kat and and Misha were coming from when they said that she they found holes in her game and I think 
Um, she did seem a little bit, you know, like there were some holes in her game this last match at the UFC. So, um, which is good because I didn't want to really want to see a slaughter. <laughs> I really didn't want no. to see Liz, you know, and Liz did pretty decent against her. So, um, oh, so Liz yeah, did I think really against good her. But yeah, I, I but mean, anyways, go ahead. I was going to say Liz must. I would if I was Liz, I'd just be so proud to actually have been the first woman to step into the octagon as a competitor. That is amazing. It's a great little piece of history for. Her. Yeah, I think we're all very proud of her and and the way that she held herself all the way straight through it. And I think that she I think she lasted longer than Misha did. Um, yeah, so, eleven seconds left in that. So yeah, yeah. she went. She definitely went the longest. And she was the closest. I no longer have that. Wrong. I no longer have that second spot there anymore. <laughs> I was the second longest who'd gone with her on it. No longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's kind of incredible. I mean, just to say that as well. But um, with that being said, um, you know, Ronda's probably more sticking to 135 right now, and you're you're still up in the 145 pound division, which is kind of growing as of late. We, we saw the tournament last night. Um, CFA had their um, their initial uh, featherweight tournament going on as well. What what do you think about the division so far? I mean, it it, it seems like there's a lot more going on this year so far um, with um, with um, with 145 pounders, uh, especially with the match coming up at Invicta with Cyborg versus Indian Gomes. What do you think about the division so far? And and you know, what are your expectations going uh, in, coming up this year? Um, you know, I think it's great. It's it's awesome that there's so many more women at the 145 pound division. I mean, who knows if if it stays uh, at increasing at this pace, there might even be more people at the 155 pound division, which would be awesome. Um, you know, it's it's nice to see us. And I again, I always use my little air quotes here as bigger girls having more more competitors out there. Um, it was frustrating for me when I first started fighting because. I was averaging one fight per year just because there there wasn't anybody in my weight class to fight. So seeing all these other girls get into it is just amazing for us. And I, I keep saying in, to my husband and to other people who talk to me, you know what, let's make 2013 the year of the 145-pound weight division. Let's Let's go out there and show people what it's all about, show them what we can do, show them that, you know what, there is more out there than just the 135ers. And 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 Rhonda and, and that group of girls, there there are other women out there who have talent who maybe weigh a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I I think that that's kind of kind of already started because we're seeing Invicta get a lot more 145 match 145 pound matches starting up. Um, plus, like you said, the CFA had their tournament last night, which was really really exciting uh, to see some of those gals, uh, you know, at 145 kind of develop their skills. I think Fallon Fox is going to be a uh, you know, a contender to to deal with up in the upcoming months, um, and um, and Ashley Evans Smith, I think, which you did a really good job last night too, and um, pushing pushing the division as well. Is that something that you you're hoping to? Is that a goal for you to to set to go to Invicta at some point this year? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we're you know we're gonna finish up the fight with Cy here, and then. Uh, hopefully there will be a conversation going on about about getting me on there. That's definitely my goal right now is to get myself on Invicta. You know, I want to even up my record because, unfortunately, uh, three losses to two wins, it, it looks a little bit bad. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I'm not a good fighter. It's just, you know, to even it out, it, I think it will help propel me forward a little bit more. And, yeah, get me to that spot on Invicta. Yeah, and like I said, those are, those are some tough losses. I mean, 
I mean, to, first of all, that first loss to Ronda Rousey, I'd almost say, you know, erase that because, you know, <laughs> that was like going into a bus off. And then, you know, I think I think sometimes, you know, and I'm pretty sure being a boxer, you're, you're very familiar with that, that, you know, when you faced Anna and you only had an 18-second, you got KO'd in 18 seconds, that happens from time to time with boxers, you know. Sometimes it'll be a, a quick uh, KO like that. And, you know, it's, um, they kind of stay lucky. I don't want to take any way, anything away from Anna, but... Um, you know, that does happen from time to time. And, and people rebounded from that as well. I think uh, um, Julia rebounded from that as very well when she, when she got knocked out quickly by uh, Amanda Nunes. So, um, I mean, that's, you know, that does happen from time to time. You know, I look at it like I had a lesson to learn going into that fight, apparently. Um, my, my, my hands mate, were maybe a little lax. You know, I, I learned how quickly those small little four-ounce gloves can come through as opposed to, you know, the big 10-ounce Muay Thai gloves, and that it doesn't take a whole lot to, you know, land on the right part of the chin and end the fight for you. So, I mean, I, I learned that I needed to tighten up my game and maybe lose a little bit of my Muay Thai stance with my hands especially. So, you know, um, I think I have a very lucrative career ahead of me it's just these these losses are pointing out just the holes in my game that i need to tighten up yeah and you're doing this on the fly you're doing this as a pro on the fly you're not doing this as an amateur and you i mean you you debuted as a as a pro so um you know there is a kind of a learning curve that a lot of amateur fighters get that you haven't you haven't had the luxury of getting that as well so um so yeah i mean like i said that's kind of understandable yeah i mean Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, because I always just say age is, is only a number, but, I mean, I'm an older fighter, so I don't have the luxury of having the time on my side to sit there and play around in amateur. I pretty much had to go into pro and, like you said, learn on the fly. So it's definitely happening. I think I'm getting stronger as a fighter, and we should see that on the 15th. Yeah, and, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the Muay Thai situation right now because it seems like that's growing now. We're seeing a lot more opportunities. Um, you know, up in Canada, I know there's there's been quite a few um, there quite a few uh, kickboxing matches up there, and it always seems like the the, the especially in the western port, portion of the uh, western portion of the country, there's a lot of female kickboxers um, that come from from that area that have come, come into MMA and had those opportunities to to kickbox. Um, what do you think about the about the idea of of um, kickboxing in uh, in uh, Canada and how it's developing? Um, you know, I haven't, as bad as this may sound, I haven't really been following a whole lot of the kickboxing movement lately. Um, my focus has been mostly on MMA, um, but it's great. I mean, like I said, it was so disappointing just to not have the competition when I was doing this when I first started 12 years ago. So, you know, the more women getting into it is is great. It's awesome for those people who are up and coming because the, the more women that are there, the more fights they're going to have, the more experience and I mean, Muay Thai is an excellent experience. It's 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 still my favorite my favorite combat sport, even with learning wrestling and jiu-jitsu, which I'm really learning to love now. I'm starting to really enjoy them now that I'm understanding them. But you know, Muay Thai is my first love, so I say, power to them. Get out there and do it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I notice that a lot. That a lot of the a lot of the gals that are just starting out in um, fighting, um, you know, especially in the Canadian portions of it, because I've, I've covered matches up in Montana before. Quite a few times they'll bring 
gals down from Canada, like Lethbridge or Calgary, um, and a lot of them will will will, um, will use uh, will go into kickboxing matches before they even think about going to MMA. So um, I think it's a very interesting kind of scenario for them. And like I said, it's been very interesting to see a lot of the gals in the western portion of the of the country be more kickboxers. And 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 converse, eastern uh, portion of Canada seems to have a lot more grapplers. Uh, on their end, so it's been a kind of an interesting contrast, uh, especially in the country. Um, I've got a question. Somebody um, actually asked me a question to ask you, and it's Katrina, Katrina Belcher, a good friend of mine. Um, wanted to, wanted me to ask you about Sarah Kaufman and being signed to the UFC. What what do you think about that? I think that's awesome. I mean, hey, congrats to her, Canadian gal in there. That is amazing. I mean, I wish it could have been me off the bat, but you know, I'm not a 135er. So what are we going to do? So. You know, it's awesome to see another Canadian girl get in there. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, the next the there's a strong, there's a strong, uh, you know, connection with Canada and a lot of these fi- fighters. I mean, Alexa Davis, also another fellow Canadian, um, signed yep. to the UFC as well. Um, you know, and um, you know, what do you think about the about about uh, about that in general? The idea of the MMA community, uh, female MMA community up in Canada, um, especially in your area. How how's that been developing? Have you seen a lot more girls coming up, coming in, wanting to uh, take up the sport? Um, I live in a province of not a whole lot of people. There's maybe a million people in my entire province, so I haven't noticed a lot of girls getting into MMA here specifically. Although I was up in Saskatoon training with Mitch Clark the other day, and there is one girl up there. She's I think she's a 115er, and, I mean, she's having some problems finding fights because there's uh, not a lot of girls around in her weight class. But I can't speak for the other provinces, but I know that in Saskatchewan it's still a little it's still a little lagging. Uh, it's still a little bit behind, but, you know, it's happening slowly. Yeah, I, I know Calgary has a pretty good, pretty solid, pretty solid community going there. Lethbridge has a, has a semi-growing community over in Alberta. Um, of course, in, in Vancouver, there's there's quite a few gals that are out in that direction um, as well. And, and you know, is over there, Sarah's over there and all that, too. Go ahead. I think they have the advantage of there are more people in in those areas and maybe um, more gyms that focus specifically on MMA, whereas here in Saskatchewan, there's not a lot of, of gyms that actually have an MMA focus. There's, you know... Uh, jiu-jitsu gyms and kickboxing gyms, but not really one center where you can go and get everything all in one. So that might have a little bit to do with it in Saskatchewan, too, as opposed to the bigger centers that have, you know, more of the all-in-one gyms. Oh, are, are you that thinking an issue sense. that you you might be doing a lot more traveling uh, to, you know, some of these other gyms just maybe to, to train for a little bit? I hope so. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts about this sport is the fact that I can travel. You know, with it, um, so I would I would love to. Unfortunately, I'm still working full time, <laughs> so it makes it a little bit difficult when I'm only only given three weeks vacation a year. Um, but as much as I can, I definitely want to get out and and train other places. Like, for instance, I was just down in San Antonio. My youngest son was playing football down there, and it just so happened that Huron Gracie was doing a seminar there. So I was like, well, I got a fight coming up. I have to train. Let's let's go down there and train with him and it was it was amazing. So, you know, just to be able to go to the different cities and and train with different people is it's it's wonderful. I love it. 
Yeah, I know. I know a lot of gals, I mean, including including Sarah Kaufman, go down to Jackson's gym from time to time to to train for their fights as well. And they've always been so open to to getting new fighters down there as well. Um, so yeah, um, and there are plenty of opportunities. Obviously, uh, obviously, to train for different gyms. Uh, San Francisco has quite a few as well. So um, it would be interesting to see you kind of train with some of these gals because obviously you're. You're starting to pick up your game a little bit. You're starting to uh, learn new things as well, and and really kind of be more of a well-rounded MMA fighter. Yeah, and I mean, and I've had some invitations to go down to different places to train. Um, like for instance, my husband Cord was was talking with Amanda Lucas, and she's like, "Yeah, sure. Anytime Charmaine wants to come down to Vegas, you know, she's perfectly welcome here." So, um, and I, I kind of like Vegas, so <laughs> that might be a, a fun trip too, and get to train with some with some different fighters. It, it's, it's nice on the days where I can actually train with other females, too. Um, you know, mostly up here, it, it's a lot of males. Like I said, not a lot of women are training, especially not a, a lot of women at the 145-pound division. Most of them uh, weigh quite a bit less than me. So, But, yeah, like I, I love to get in with other women and just see kind of how I stack up to them. Um, just last was it last weekend? We went out to to Winnipeg, and we were training with Christina Berry, who Sheila Bird had just fought. So it, w- it was nice to see how, you know, my skills matched up with hers and, and train with some of the females that she had there, too. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I know Amanda very well. I mean, I interviewed her um, about, I think, in January. Um, we have that, that, that video on there, on there over at her gym, actually, um, which is a really nice facility, and um, I think she, she, I think she almost like owns that facility. But it's really, it's a really cool facility um, as well. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be actually great to, to, to be able to. And Amanda's dropped a lot of weight. She's right now, you know, I, I think she said that in her last match she was prepared to go down to 145. So she oh, wow. really dropped a lot of, a lot of weight. And um, you know, I saw her a couple years ago, um, got um, at the uh, GG2 Summit. And um, and seeing her now, she's lost a lot of weight. She looks a lot healthier now. Um, so it's, it was great to be able to see that she's um, really kind of um, making that trip down to 145. And I think a lot of us are hoping that since she's down there, we'll be able to see her uh, fight a lot more often uh, here in the United States. So uh, fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah. So it's great to be able to, to be able to see that that she had offered you to to come down there as well. Now you mentioned that that you know you're working on your game a little bit when it comes to Muay Thai and changing up your changing up your game to um, more of an MMA style um, fight uh, fight stance, as it were. What's probably the most difficult thing has it been to to uh, develop coming from a striking background to uh, going into MMA? Uh, like you said, the stance Muay Thai for me has a very upright stance. It's a, it's a very toe tapping. Um, my hands tend to to come out a little bit more and 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 sway. Cause if you watch a, a traditional Thai boxing fight, they actually play music, so my hands would actually move in time to that music. So that was one of the hard things for me is to keep them maybe a little bit tighter to my face and not have them out there as loose. Because like I said, as I learned with Anna, those four pound or four ounce gloves slip in there really quick. So yeah, just changing my stance has been has been tough for me because that was ingrained into my head for 12 years now. So, you know, changing it, lowering it, changing the levels, that, that's been that's been a little bit different for me. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, I, I talked a little bit to Holly, to Holly Holmes a couple weeks ago about that because she's 
she actually came from a kickboxing background before taking up boxing and then taking up eventually taking up MMA. Um, and I asked her a little bit about the idea of having to change your stance a little bit um, when it comes to MMA because obviously, you know, you have to watch out if you're throwing a kick um, that if you're against a good enough wrestler, they're going to try to throw for takedowns uh, off the kicks as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a kind of interesting interesting way that where they, things have to be modified a little bit. Um, in a boxing stance, a little bit different than what a, uh, what a, a, a Muay Thai fighter's stance would be or a karate stance would be, or anything else would be. Um, so it is kind of an interesting kind of scenario when it comes to that. Yeah, it's 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 like now, as you know, when, when MMA first started, it was all the different um, uh, genres, if you were, against each other, so everyone had a different stance. But now it's getting to the point where it's a mixed martial artist's stance, right? So that, that's kind of the way I see it anyways. Yeah, I think so too. Um, now, going into this this match with Sai, I mean, have you have you watched a lot, a lot of tape of her? Um, and what are you what are you expecting coming in? Uh, there's not a lot of tape on Sai. Um, you know, there's some of her doing her her katas, her patterns, that sort of thing. But really, there's only one fight video out there that we could find. So, you know, we've watched it a bit and kind of analyzed it and. Uh, it seems like a lot of a lot of people. She likes that big overhand right. So you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna be watching out for that one. And I, she knocked a girl down actually with a spinning heel kick. So you know, we're kind of watching for the spinning stuff coming at me too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I, I'm excited that I think I believe if, if I'm, I was researching it a little bit, so I'm pretty sure it's gonna be on Access, on Access TV. So. Um, I think I'm really excited because we'll be able to see it up down here in the United States and be able to see you uh, see, see you fight um, as well. I mean, it's 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 great to be able to, have, like I said, have that opportunity as well. Are you a little bit nervous coming in that you're going to be a little bit more TV coverage coming in into this fight? Um, no, it's it's not the type of thing I really think about too much. Um, as soon as that cage door closes, it's just me and her, and I don't think about it being taped. I mean, if I don't know if anybody saw my fight on. Well, you guys probably don't get the fight network down there, I don't think. But Hard Knocks 25 was just on. And, I mean, if you were to watch it after the fight was over and we were awaiting the decision, I was actually not even thinking about the cameras and picking dried blood out of my nose. So the first time I saw myself on, on national TV, other than when I was on Wipeout Canada, was sitting there picking my nose. It was <laughs> awful. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't think about the cameras, really. I guess I guess not. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, although I, I I should I should I should say that you've been on a stream before because you're you were at the uh, the uh, breast cancer beatdown which was streamed and you were on Super Fight League which was streamed. So um, so you you have you have been been seen by a global audience, just not on television uh, as of yet. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of exciting for you to come in and, and hopefully this will be your second, second straight win. You've been, um, kind of, uh, winning and then losing and winning and losing and kind of, kind of been checkerboarding at that. Hopefully we can get to, get you down to a win streak here in a bit. Um, do you see that, um, do you see that the, um, do you see that a lot more Muay Thai fighters are really considering maybe going to MMA because they're getting more opportunities to fight? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, for instance, I have a friend out in um, in Calgary, and 
She's a Muay Thai slash uh, kickboxing fighter, and she's actually going to be doing her MMA debut on a card down in Weyburn, which is here in Saskatchewan, in in April. So, I mean, she definitely wants to give it a try. She's she's gotten quite a few fights, um, you know, Thai boxing and and kickboxing fights, but I think it's more just an interesting, like, let's see if I can do that as well. so I can't speak for everybody, but I know it's nice to see that Michelle's going to be giving it, giving it a try. Yeah. Now, um, now, um, what's her name? Uh, Michelle, and I always mess up her last name. I believe it's Massacott. I always said it Miscotti, but I think it's Massacott is how it's pronounced. Okay, I she wanted can, to give her can, a plug. She can correct me later. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wanted to give her a quick plug anyway because I, you know, obviously it would be great to be able to see her make the transition over just like you um, into MMA. So, um, you know, I mean, so are you strictly just going to be MMA from now on? I am not against uh, professional Thai boxing. Um, for the next little while, I'd like to just continue with the transition into MMA because you know the back and forth might be might be a little difficult. Just you know. Um, not using some of the other techniques in the other uh, fight fighting arena. Um, for instance, like when I box, when I do my boxing sparring, it's really hard for me not to knee the guys when they're coming in a little bit closer. So I don't really want to accidentally throw in a, a move I would use in MMA in a, in a Thai boxing match. So for now, I think I'm just going to focus on on strictly MMA, getting that down, and then you know, once I get my record up there, maybe looking at a few professional Muay Thai fights if they were to come my way. Yeah, I mean, uh, and again, Holly was saying the same thing a couple weeks ago. You know, she's, you know, she, she you know, she's obviously waiting on some of these boxing things, and she, you know, she then took up MMA um, in between that as well. She was set, I guess, she was offered to get um, to fight an Invicta this past January, but she decided not to do it because she was just coming off of boxing. Um, so she was like, concentrating on, on the boxing thing in, in December, and she didn't want to have a quick turnaround to go into an MMA camp. So um, she had a very similar mindset that you did, that, you know, she, she wants to be in the, that mindset that, you know, she's going into a, you know, a, a MMA bout instead of a boxing bout. So um, very interesting contrast there as well. Um, anybody you'd like to thank at all? Uh, anything you want to add? Oh, I have a list like the arm, the length of my arm of sponsors. Um, so I'm just going to thank a few of them right now. Uh, my first one would be MMA Cauliflower Ears, which if anyone's seen my my pictures on Facebook recently, where I'm wearing the great big ears, that's them. They are a wonderful fundraiser. If you have uh, a wrestling group who you know needs to get funds for traveling, you can sell the ears. So just a little plug for for them. Uh, dedicated few, which is actually part of MMA Cauliflower Ears, who has designed design my um, my walkout shirts, which look really really awesome. I can't wait to show them off coming up on the 14th here, 14th and 15th. And um, Build 360, who is also a big sponsor of the fight on the 15th. Um, I believe they're sponsoring Fight of the Night, so hopefully I can hopefully I can help and win that one as well. Um, Leslie Consulting. Oh, goodness, I have a whole list of them, but nothing's coming to mind at the moment. Uh, Piper Sports Photography, he's the one who does all the awesome pictures I have. Um, Tina Tina Hudson Photography as well, she does some of the photos for me too. Um, my husband, of course, who is also my manager. Um, 
you know, he sets up all these interviews and stuff for me and gets my fight set up and handles all the stuff that I don't have time to focus on while I'm training. It's, it's wonderful to have him. Um, I always thank my kids for putting up with me when I'm doing the weight cut because I'm not necessarily one of the nicest people to be around. <laughs> so a big thanks out to them and all my, my family and my fans out there for supporting me and, and, you know, allowing me to be able to do what I love. Yeah, I want I want to mention that um, a friend of mine on Twitter, uh, Chick Fights Rocks, wants to, wants to mention that uh, you did get get Michelle's name right. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, so awesome. so yeah, yeah, she, you did get you did get her name right. And um, I want to mention you can follow you can follow Charmaine on uh, on Twitter um, at not uh, at not so sweet MMA. Um, so definitely check her out on on Twitter as well. She's really good on there. It's also on Facebook as well. Um, yeah, Charmaine. You know, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to talk to you. Hopefully, we we get to we get to talk to you. Hopefully, next time we get to talk to you, it'll be right before Invicta. <laughs> exactly, that would be wonderful. <laughs> well, thanks for time. Thanks for taking some time out to uh, to talk to us. Um, and best of luck for your training. And look forward to seeing you on uh, on uh, on the fourteenth, right? Fifteenth. Uh, well, the way is on the fourteenth, so that's where I'll be breaking out my my new booty shorts, basically with the dedicated few on them, and then yeah, I fight on the fifteenth. So yeah, fifteenth on uh, Access TV. So definitely check that out as well, uh, Charmaine. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and like I said, hopefully next time uh, we get to see you, uh, we get to see you fight over Invicta. That would be that would be amazing. I would love it, and thank you so much for having me. It was it was a pleasure. Okay, now no I'm gonna go check out. Charmaine. I'm gonna go check out the sauna and see if if I'm alone in there. <laughs> okay. Okay, will do. Uh, thanks a lot for joining <laughs> Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Charmaine Tweet, everybody. You guys check her out. Um, like I said, at NotSoSweetMMA uh, not so on Twitter. So definitely check that as well. Um, not sure what I'm going to have next week. I will let you guys know on uh, WombatSports.com. Um, I know I've got quite a few people that are probably interested in trying to, to get booked on this coming Sunday as well. Um, I want to mention that uh, up, coming up in about another hour, I'll have on the website wombatsports.com. We'll have the uh, you know the uh, kind of the summary of what happened last night at the CFA opening round, a uh, CFA tournament opening round uh, matches, which was really really exciting last night. Fallon Fox had this great spectacular KO knockout, um, knee knockout. And uh, Ashley Evan Smith had an absolute war with uh, Tori Adams. So well, that stuff will be coming up on the website in just within the next hour or so. Um, plus, we have a lot of news. Check out the MRS. We've been having a lot of news as of late uh, with the MMS, MMRS column as well. So you can try to check out all that stuff over at WombatSports.com. Check us out on Twitter, at WombatSports, and WombatSports on Facebook. We'll see you guys next week, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, uh, here on the Wombat Sports Podcast. Uh, we will talk to you guys then. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.